0: Yeah, the for Hello,
1: and thank you for joining us on Building Greatness, The Warrior Way. A West Cliff University Athletics Podcast. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yeah, yay! Yeah. And I'm Sherm Dog, David Shermett, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University. Well, hey, thanks for joining us once again for our podcast. We have back with us one of our early guests who was on way back at the beginning of our podcast. Deshaun Harris is joining us once again. Deshaun, it's great to have you back. Thanks for joining us.
2: No, thank you so much. Uh, One of my favorite podcasts out happy to be back on, Uh, happy to see how much the podcast has grown. I know there's plenty of listeners, so I'm excited to be on again.
1: Well, that's very kind of you, and it is our honor to have you on. Uh, Just to remind some of our guests about your your background, your history, if I remember correctly, um, you were the youngest certified agent, sports agent for the NBA and the WNBA at, I believe, 22 years of age. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. So the youngest in the, of the 2019 period, at uh, 22 years old, mm-hmm. uh, 24 now, and st- still considered one of the youngest in the, in the game. So um, excited to be doing what I'm doing and excited to make an impact, uh, NBA certified and FIBA certified. Sure. Sure,
1: and you also have your own agency now. I believe is that the Intrusive Sports Agency.
2: Yes, sir. Intrusive Sports Agency. Uh, I've had we've had it since uh, even before I was certified. Um, excited for the for the waves that we're making and the impact that we're making within the game.
1: Okay, um, you have a special initiative as well. And before we get to that, I want to ask you very quickly about your younger brother, who just whose team you know he plays for Gonzaga, and they had a, a great run to the championship game. Um. You know, how much influence do you have over him? I'm, I'm just curious because I know your father has a lot, but how much do you have, especially coming from the business side?
2: It's interesting, Sharon, because I, I, I typically don't look at it as, you know, how much influence I have over him, but just how great can our relationship be as brothers and, and continue to grow as brothers. Um, so so like any good brother, uh, obviously we, we, we talk about different aspects of basketball and and the business aspect is something that comes up often. Um, But I I know that we're in each other's corner and and he appreciates my input um, as much as possible. So, I mean, to to answer your question, I would say there's great influence, but we don't really view it that way. It's always just how can we continue to strengthen our relationship as a family and uh, continue that we uh, continue to keep God first along the way.
1: Sure. That makes a lot of sense. You know what? As soon as I, I used influence, I thought to myself, input is probably a better word.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you on that one. I think okay. input is definitely yeah, a, a better one, but no, the, the input's definitely there. But, um, you know, I, I love the development that he's making, and it couldn't be without God and, and obviously our, our, our tremendous parents that we have. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, nice, nice. You know, he's gone a lot, obviously, he's traveling. He's at school. He happens to be here at this time of the year. Do you get a chance to speak with him every day, every other day, once a week? How does that work out? No,
2: nah, yeah. So for, fortunately, uh, you know, like our, our family's close knit, and he definitely. I know he he's busy, um, but he, he definitely does make our communication a priority, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, we we talk on a on a daily basis, and we're always connecting. And a lot of times, uh, Sherman, it's it's things outside of basketball just talking about life or talking about faith or just talking about everyday things. Uh, We make sure to stay connected to each other in all ways. And and I'm thankful that, you know, he keeps me in the loop because I I know that that doesn't happen between a lot of family dynamics. So I'm just glad that ours is is strong and it's only getting stronger. So I'm -hmm. thankful for it, especially knowing how busy uh, a collegiate athlete can be. Uh, I'm just, I'm just thankful to be in his life on a daily basis.
1: Sure. You do have a very close-knit family. I know that as a, for a fact. And um, it, it's really kind of neat that it's a family affair, you know, where you can all advise each other. And, you know, over and above, there's the brother relationship, of course. There might be the business partner relationship. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic that you have. And, and you have another initiative that we're going to talk about today. And I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about the Harris-Cottman College externship Program. And I got a, a question about the word externship, but go ahead and, and give us a little bit of background on this new program.
2: Yeah, of course. So, uh, the Joyce Harris Common and Externship uh, basically, uh, and it'll, it'll annually provide historically black colleges, HBCUs, and MIHEs, uh, students within those universities that are passionate about pursuing careers and sports administration and represent, uh, representation, externship opportunities. So, This year, we're gonna be partnering with the University of California, San Diego, um, their their department of development and diversity initiatives and Texas Southern University, Thurgood Marshall School of Law, their uh, experiential uh, learning program and helping these students participate in uh, an externship that will help them explore sports administration and sports representation. Um, It's named after my my great grandmother, Joyce Harris-Cottman, um, she is the matriarch of our family, a, a survivor of domestic abuse and a mother of six. Um, and along her uh, professional journey, you know, she decided to pursue a career in health care as a registered nurse, and her perseverance and, and personal ambition completely changed the trajectory of our family. Um, and after 30-plus years of public service, um, she's a, a fixture within her community in Ocean City, Maryland, and Berlin, Maryland, and, and, and beyond and I believe that she is, you know, a common black American story and symbolism that we can achieve anything in this, in, in, in this country and in, in this world. Um, so we're excited about the externship and exi- more excited about our, our university partners who are providing us with the pipeline of students to, to make this uh, externship a great, a, a great reality, so. Hmm. Okay, so um,
1: for our listeners sake, I, you know, I am, and I would think more people, are familiar with internship. What is the difference between an internship and an externship?
2: Yeah, so an internship um, can, an an internship and maybe you've experienced one before can be experienced in in different ways. So sometimes it could be uh, virtual, sometimes it could be in person, but oftentimes uh, there is a, it's it's more on an overview basis. Um, An externship is more of a, uh, you're stepping more in the, the shoes of a professional. So it's, it, I would say it's, it equates to more like shadow work. Um, and, and within our externship, we're going to be providing students over a five-week period, a 10-module set to where they're going to be experiencing the life of a sports representative a, a, and a sports agent and really stepping into the shoes, being able to have hands-on experience and do day-to-day work. Um, so I would say that the hands-on experience, the day-to-day work and, and the shadow aspect are the main differences between an externship and an internship
1: nice okay thank you for that i think that very much clears it up if there was any uh any doubt about what that meant um you know your great grandmother which you know, a lot of people obviously don't necessarily know the name but she was a great lady still is a great lady and um she doesn't see herself as a hero but <laughs> but she really is you know she she's the, a, a great american story you know, the the great American dream. And and it turned out for her because she decided, well, she made a decision early on in life and she decided to work hard for what she wanted rather than taking a handout or taking the easy way out. And I think it kind of has permeated its way through you and your family, because that's, that's your approach. I mean, you know, I've, I've had the chance to work for your father for over two years and I, I understand his philosophy, and I can see it in your family. She did. She's unaware of what a great life that she had, as far as her impact on other people. Do you, Do you agree with that?
2: I do agree with it, and uh, it makes me admire her even more. That um, uh, typically, um, and and maybe you agree the, the great ones typically don't realize the the work that they're doing while they're doing it. They're just caught up in the grind and, and caught up uh, trying to make a true impact uh, and pursuing their passion along the way. And I think that, that's what makes uh, her beautiful in so many different ways that she doesn't see what she's doing uh, or what she's done so far in her beautiful life as something uh, that has driven change or, or she didn't have that approach initially. Um, and and it, there's, there's an essence of it and there's a naturalism of it that makes it so commendable and respectable. And, um, you know, that's why she's one of my heroes today. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, you know, heroes, uh, if you have to tell somebody you're great or you're a hero, then you're not great, nor are you a hero. Um, <clears throat> people just know that already. She touched a lot of lives. I mean, she was a registered nurse and she did that for over 20 years. And so her purpose in life was to take care of other people. And as your father says, purpose and obligation, right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. Exactly that. Um, And more importantly, she I think I I think one thing that is able to be seen is she is a common Black American story. Uh, Not only American, but a a true Black American story and and a story that often doesn't get told for many Black Americans. Um, So I'm excited to be able to tell her story, especially while she's here, giving her flowers while she's here and and her being able to interact with future externs and other black Americans being able to see and hear about what she's done, um, only sheds light on, on things that, you know, probably happen a lot within our society. So, uh, I'm, I'm more than excited to be able to express her story and have others be inspired along the way.
1: Yeah. Her, when you say her story is common, um, how do you mean?
2: Well, I, I I do believe, um, oftentimes, especially within her space, um, she, she's, she's an everyday indiv- individual that, that, that chose selflessness and sacrifice. And that's common within a lot of black Americans within our society um, in spaces that they're not often accepted. Um, and, and while these stories are often told, uh, we're gonna be the one to be, to be able to tell that. And um, I think sharing her story, others may come forward and be able to share those theirs as well. Um, and, and, and oftentimes, these stories are kind of glossed over or, or not not told or, or edified as much. So I'm excited to be able to do so.
1: Sure, sure. And you should be. It's a great, a great thing for your family and uh, for your great-grandmother. And one of the endearing things for me is that she doesn't understand or doesn't realize, uh, you know, she was kind of, um, it's, it's hard to explain exactly, but she doesn't see Why everybody's making such a big deal about her? You know, that's that's one of the really one of the really neat and endearing things for me. She's like, I'm just a person. You know, I I was a nurse for over 20 years, and why is all this happening? Because she's just so unassuming. You know, it's rather than I I don't know. You know, the way the way things have gone in sports and and um, the world today. can't wait to get in front of a camera videotape something put yourself online and she's just not about herself she's about other people
2: and there's a true essence to that a true essence to that
1: yeah um and and that's what one of the things i really enjoy now i have not had the chance to meet her i've read a lot of information on her in particular um and you know she she had it difficult early on she was in a really tough spot and so as i say she made the decision to become a nurse and rather than go a different direction. And it took a long time to get there, but she was in nursing for 26 years.
2: And yeah, along with raising six children and being a, a pivotal community leader, all, all while facing, uh, while, all while being a survivor of domestic abuse. So there's mm-hmm. so many layers within her life uh, that were happening at the same time that only made that decision more difficult. Um, So, uh, man, I have a tremendous respect for her. And it shows me that there's nothing that we can't conceive if we just put our mind to it.
1: Right, right. And so um, this is in her honor, this program. Yes, sir. Okay, very good. All right. Now, um, I also wanted to ask about yourself very quickly, because last year, uh, brushing aside multiple offers from well-established sports agencies, you charted a different course for yourself. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the motivation for that? If you had, you know, it, it's kind of interesting how it, your your father it, it parallels your dad a little bit. Um, I know he had other opportunities before he came to Westcliff, more established opportunities from well-known schools, but he came here and he started everything from scratch, I, I, literally, because, I mean, we had a, a small program, I guess, but he cleaned house and, and you know, things, we took a very different direction. Um, after evaluating all the companies that aligned with your purpose and obligation and desire to offer change um, or impact, your answer was no. And so you started the Intrusive Sports Agency in 2017 with your dad's assistance. Yes. What, yeah. Why did you go that way instead of going with an established company or, or well-known folks?
2: Well, I think, and, and, and to, to kind of keep it simple, um, being able to address um, inequities and inequalities within the space, uh, whether it's a lack of resources representation, and a prime example being the, the Joyce Harris Common Externship Initiative, being able to have a, a full hands on deck approach to, to um, introduce initiatives or programs um, like this that are going to, to continue to have legacy and, and continue to create change within the space that is, is, is truly needed. Um, so being able to, to really have um, true ownership and impact in a way that uh, you wouldn't be able to as a, as a traditional employee as a, in, in a different agency.
1: Right. And, you know, we have something at Westcliff called the five C's. That's something that our Dean of Athletics, your father, Sean Harris, instilled in us. And it, it um, has taken, it, it, it's what we live by, I guess you might say, in our athletic department. And it's also not just that, but it, I, I think it's starting to take over the school, not just the <laughs> sports program. But you have the four E's because the program is designed to expose, engage, educate, and empower students by providing the hands-on industry work so we have the five c's and you have the four e's which i think is kind of kind of interesting
2: um, it's interesting because i didn't even think about it like that but uh if man you can they add, work, if you they can work add M&M. another
1: e that would be really cool we'll have the five <laughs> c's you would have the five e's we'll have to yeah. look for another e that we can that we can uh add to that
2: so, i know we're, we're gonna have to look yeah. for the next one if you got any recommendations okay let me
1: know. okay let me let me work on my fifth e there and, and uh See what else we can uh, add there. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, what does your grandmother do these days? What keeps her busy? Great grandmother, I apologize.
2: No, so she she's still a, a, a significant fixture within her community, um, mm-hmm. whether whether it's in the faith, helping out within the church, or or having a, a programs like a like the Happy Club um, within her community that truly brings people together on a on a weekly basis. Um, she is lively she's vibrant and she's well known. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and she, she holds up to, to that award and that, and that kind of standard that she set for herself that she doesn't see, which is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, she's still a fixture in her community and, um, I don't see that changing for any time, anytime soon. So absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad right now she, she's smelling the flowers and she's starting to see the flowers and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and hopefully picking them, picking mm-hmm. them very well. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I can't obviously we see her a lot, but I can't wait to see her again and give her a big hug um, because that, that's something that I, I truly enjoy.
1: Yeah, she's someone who sees the good everywhere. She doesn't see the bad.
2: Exactly that. Exactly that. And, yeah. and that, that's kind of a, another great thing to, to point out. Like I mean, that's something that individuals can learn along the way. Um, mm-hmm. If we have a, a progress based mindset and uh, we see the good in things while recognizing the areas that we need to correct. Um, or improve upon, then life can be great as long as we have an attitude of gratitude and, and continue along the way. Every day can be a great day, despite any hurdles that we may cross.
1: Nice, well said. I know your time's getting a little bit short, um, but I wanted to ask you: uh, aside from this, is there anything else you're working on as well, uh, aside from the Joyce Harris Scottman program?
2: Sure. Yeah, uh, at intrusive sports agency and at the Harris family, we're always working on something. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're, you're always, you know what? We're always you're always, we're going always, on, you're always, yeah, always you're always grinding. Yeah, always working on something. Always grinding. So uh, I can't good. I can't wait to get on and and, and talk about the next the next uh, maybe next program or initiative or next great news that that we're working out. But more than anything, I'm ex- I'm I'm grateful for each day. I'm grateful mm-hmm. to have a, a tremendous family that supports, uh, supports the, the efforts that I, I, I'm, I'm pushing and empowering me to do so. And um, I'm even more appreciative to have a, a solid foundation and uh, a great support system like, mm-hmm. like my dad and, and even like yourself. Um, I'm just, I, I couldn't be more thankful for it.
1: All right. And keep God number one, man.
2: Yes, sir, all the time.
1: Well, hey, I, as I say, I know your time's a bit short. You've got a call coming up. You've got a lot going on in your life. So I, I wanted to say thank you very much for coming on. Always a pleasure. And uh, you know what? We'll try to have you on again if you'll if you'll give us a little bit more time. Would that be okay?
2: Yes, sir. And sure, I'm going to end with it. Yay! Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I know, I know. Sean is back there laughing right now. He's got the mute on, but he is laughing. <laughs> Okay, so now I know where that comes from. Very have a cool. great one. All right, Deshaun, you too. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk again soon.
2: Talk to you soon. Okay, we'll see you.
1: All right, so as we like to do with our show, we do have our fast facts, and I've got a couple of them for you today, Sean. Uh, actually, they're very pertinent, and they're not sports-specific, a sport, but I want to tell you that one pound of muscle burns 16,300 calories per year.
0: What? So I'm, Are yeah. you kidding me?
1: One pound of muscle burns sixteen thousand three hundred calories per year. I'm in no the gym, way- baby.
0: I'm in the was gym gonna, right now.
1: I was gonna say to you, how much? How many calories do you think you're gonna be burning? Hey,
0: Cause, right, cause right know now I'm burning none. I need man, my, I, man. I'm so flabby right now after this pandemic and everything. Uh, I eat everything I see. Right now, I don't have. I need. To, I need to get control of this shirt. Okay. So, so you telling me I need to do push-ups uh, I didn't say yeah that. yeah so I need to do push-ups during commercials that's what you're saying I need to be doing push-ups and sit-ups like Herschel Walker used to do well, right a deck of cards right remember that
1: oh yeah yes. I remember him doing those he he would do 500 each day or a thousand each day see you see
0: me let's tell the let's tell let's tell the listeners you seen me the other day and now we're, now we're talking about weight. So you're trying to say I'm a little over the top, brother? Is that what you're trying you, to say? You're the one who said it. No, I didn't hey, say I that. I understand when people are insinuating you. You're really crafty <laughs> with the way that you, <laughs> you know, cast dispersions on people. So I know <laughs> how you roll. So so you saying I'm probably like a donut away from what? What? Just just over the top right now? Well, is that what you're trying to say? Well, you know what?
1: If each muscle burns 16,300 calories per year. Okay. Yeah,
0: um, I need some see, muscle, right?
1: That's what. That's what I'm. Okay, okay. So, that's what you're alluding to. That's what I'm saying. We just got to right. do. We just have to convert some of what you have over to muscle. Man, I, right listen, now, I'm
0: not gonna lie to you, man. I put on a couple of shirts. I was like, whoa, hold on. Is this is this my little son's shirt? Is this one of my kids shirts? You know, it was like a. You know, I, I don't know. It was like a sexy medium moment, but it was supposed I, to be extra large. You know, okay. but it, I, when I put it on, it was like a sexy medium. You know the
1: visual of that, I can't get out of my head. You heard me cannot, put. You heard me put. Heard me put
0: sexy in front of that. I don't know how I did, sexy I it is when you up for the scenes.
1: It. Okay, I'm trying to visualize you in a medium. Shirt. Man, I, I was busting I for
0: the scenes. I was looking for zippers on a polo shirt, trying to see if I can get some exit. You know, I needed, you know, to, to let some things out. But no, nah, man, I'm getting back on it, sure. I'm
1: getting back. All right, on it. good. Because, because don't forget the summer.
0: Listen, this summer. Oh, it's a shirts off summer for me this year, anyway. Now, it's I on, what, yeah, but, listen, I don't know what summer okay, is going to so, be, sir.
1: Okay, well, here, no, no, here's my question then. If it's a okay. shirts off, are we playing
0: shirts and skins hey, for, our, for our one-on-one? And who's going to be the skins? Let me tell you, sir. Um, I remember a time in my life where it didn't matter to me if I was shirts and skins. It matters to me now, sir, ma- <laughs> okay. if I'm shirts and skins. I'm just saying. Okay, I yeah, got it. I got it. You know? Now, you know, hey, it's a time of your life when you're in the best shape of your life. You don't care if you shirts or skins. It doesn't matter to you. But now it does, sir. You know, I'm, hey, I'm, t- listen, I'm tipping the scales a little bit from this pandemic.
1: You're still in great shape. and Listen, just, man. To, to, well, hey, round is a shape.
0: Man, <laughs> round, <laughs> round, round <laughs> is a shape, but, but just not the shape that I want, sir. Okay. All right. And, I got it. You know, i I I'd rather, you know. Uh, get into that hourglass figure, right? Yeah. You bit. need a
1: V. You now, need that hey, V body. Hey, listen, wide shoulders, hey, narrow let me waist. Tell you,
0: I always had wide shoulders, right? So there's no getting around that. Um, and, and I think after I put in some solid uh, routines, I, I think I can get there in probably about 13 weeks. Really get there. Okay, like well, have you started yet? You know what, Sherm? Incremental progress
1: Yeah. Is progress. No, I'm... I- I'm asking because you know this it's going to be a big deal with our 50th yeah. broadcast which but, is only which isn't that far off.
0: Hey, listen here, sir. I'm still a heartthrob, baby. I'm still <laughs> a heartthrob. All right. O- only only one person's heartthrob.
1: Yeah, that's true. You only have to be one person's.
0: But you listen. Hey, it's time for me to bring my property value up. I understand exactly what you're saying, sir.
1: Okay. What's your curb appeal? Hey, my.
0: Do you curb... got some curb? You listen, got curb appeal. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to be an episode of uh, uh, how they what, what they do to the rehab the home. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Fixer-upper. Fixer-upper. I, mean, fixer I got to do a fixer-upper episode, sir. <laughs> okay. But but I think my turnaround and sale time will be good after I fix her up.
1: All right. Good. Yeah. Well, okay, we're not going to press you for amount Mm-mm. of time then. Whenever Mm-mm. you're ready, we're No, no, the sir. House. I
0: need to do it now. It's immediately.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm starting this weekend too. I, I got to get on it cuz it's been a while. So, this pandemic set me back also. I'm not making any excuses. No, it's just it's sir, just time to get back on it.
0: Sir, one could argue that I was set back before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I don't want to sit here and act like I was perfect. And then I got knocked off my course, right? Okay. No, true. I need to get better, right? Mm, and I will mm. get better. Um, but no, slowly but surely. I've been I've been really tailing tailoring what I'm eating. And um I feel really good about it. But you know, I think I can do more.
1: Hmm. Okay. I know All I right. can do more. Well, put together a plan and write down your progress every day. Okay. Okay. Is, is that that's what you do, sir? That's not hard. Well, wait a minute. You did, didn't you do a challenge, the Sean I Harris did. challenge still, last look, summer?
0: Yeah. No, we still got it going on right now. Oh, okay. Um, our challenge is still going on. I've just been ebbing and flowing. Oh, I've I been see. consistent. Uh, you know? okay. So That's my, a, my yeah. whole thing, Sherman, in my life, when my life changes, when I stop um, rationalizing things. So for me, it's pass or fail. If mm-hmm. I'm not doing it 100%, then I'm failing. So I, I I think I'm probably at eighty five percent, ninety percent. For some they they'd be extremely happy for that, but for me in my life, right? If it ain't a hundred percent, then I'm failing. So I don't I don't do you know I don't, I don't recognize yellow lights. Sure, okay. I don't recognize yellow lights. It's okay. It's green. Either I'm going or I'm stopping. That yellow in between, I don't want nothing to do with it. Right. So that's that's kind of how I'm viewing it. And I know there's some things in my closet that I can get um, better. And so I'm just being honest with you. Like, I, I have to get better in those things. And it comes down to me right now. I'm fighting consistency in this area of my life. And uh, I need to get better on that. All yeah. right.
1: Well, let me, ask you, let me ask you a question then. Is there an aspect of your life now that you are 100%? I, yeah. A lot. I would imagine <laughs> – it's Family, a lot. Oh, God, God yeah, all that stuff, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the only area right now that I feel like I'm failing in right now. Mm-hmm. And and I believe I need to be more selfish in this area and I allow other things to impact this time frame. So I'm not guarding my own personal space enough. Right. So, and, you know, I think this is relative to our student-athletes and to administrators and people in general, right? Sometimes you can have um, an identity crisis, right? Because what happens is you give so much of yourself to others and other projects, right? Then I empty my tank, and then the time frame that I have for me, I'm on empty. You know, and I think this is the reason why fellowship and Having great partners is so important, right? Because everyone needs someone to help them recharge, right? So that's where I'm at. I need a jump start. So I I need to guard my time a little bit more. And and that's also from the things I got going on in my family. But I I do have more than normal on my plate. I just need to guard that time a lot better. And I haven't been guarding that time a lot better, and I need to get back to doing it.
1: Sure, that makes sense. You know, interestingly, earlier this week I had the chance to see you, as you mentioned, for the first time in over a year. As a matter of fact, absolutely. And I, I, you know, even though we were in the familiar setting of the university, it was uh, a different. um, I guess you were in a different mode.
0: Oh yeah, you told me. You told me I was in dad mode. You were in dad
1: mode because I, 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 yeah, I had the chance to meet Dominic. I hadn't met him before. You know, we've spoken uh, and I watched him shoot some hoop and you, you were looking at him like a dad. You were no, nowhere near the athletic director mode or, or administrator mode. It was just, we were, we were joking around. You were talking to family, you were watching him shoot and, and, you know, you're making just some of the things you were saying and, and the way you were acting, it was a totally different Sean Harris Oh, really? than, see, than I'm used to seeing. See, that's,
0: so was that good or bad?
1: It was great. It was a side of you I haven't seen. You were well, just, okay. you know, you were just on on top of the rainbow watching your son shoot hoop. You yeah, know, just I haven't just seen
0: your... him. That was the first time we, where well, I was in a gym with him like we normally grind, right? right. Uh, that was the first time, right, that I was there, and I haven't seen him, you know, since you know, um, you know, pretty much, you know, in a gym with me and him and Deshawn mm-hmm. forever, right? And um, I at that point I haven't seen you in a year or so, right? Right. So, yeah, I was trying to look and see what we're going to do here um, for these next couple of weeks to get ready, right, um, for, for next year. Sure. So I was just kind of assessing. I haven't been back in the gym with him since. We're going to probably get back in after the 26th, you know, because every athlete that go that deep needs some rest, mental rest, and he's still doing school. So we'll get back in and, and get everything ready. But, yeah, it was, it was was it was a unique experience to see – um how much he's grown and changed and you know so now he doesn't got a haircut he's done got this and everybody's you know on point i think after the 26 we'll get in and grind like we always do and and i call mm-hmm. uh, my support system um together and we'll we'll put something together for him that, so he can be ready um do, to, to to go next year do you think he has come down off
1: of that tremendously high energy point that you have to have as you make your way through a national championship run, has he mm. has? Is it over? Has has he kind of stepped back a little bit and, and nah, exhale? He hungry?
0: He's hungry. Uh, okay. No, he won't exhale. He's an introvert, so he you won't know. Um, he got a poker face. He's stoic like that.
1: Okay. Um, okay. You know, we but always he,
0: say, Dom, you won a million dollars, nothing changes. Dom, you yeah. lost a million dollars, nothing changes. Little Tim Duncan action right there. Sure. Um, with him, far as if you're trying to read his his facial expressions and stuff like that. But right. um he's he's anxious um to get his opportunity. So, you know, I, I don't you know, I don't think that um, he's off of that because, you know, it's like you witnessing something, right? Even though he was involved, but he didn't get an opportunity to make an impact, right? So right. this year You know, he feels like he's in position to do that. And actually, he's in position to do that. I mean, uh, the Zags, nobody does it better in development, right? So this last year was a big growth year for him, even though he has some of the skill skill sets and tools to to make an impact. You know, something called team chemistry, right? So they decided to defer that, not not to deny it, just to delay it, right? And, um, you know, this is his year. You know, to to go out and and embrace all the things that he's learned there, and and show people what he's about. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. excited for
1: him. Yeah, it's kind of a character building year last year.
0: It is, and, and the because, same thing for our student athletes, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're when you're the top dog, coming through the lower ranks, and you go all the way through high school, you're the top scorer. You get a right. a, a nice full ride somewhere, and then all of a sudden your minutes go down. Right. It's a char- It's a character builder, but in hopes of a greater good, you know, you sacrifice the small battle to win the larger war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so yeah, it's obviously a bright future. We're, up, we're low so. maintenance,
0: right? We're a low maintenance family too, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: sometimes people can take advantage of that, and I don't feel that. I don't feel that way about our situation. That. Gonzaga you know so I don't want people to think that
1: we're all excited to see what happens here number two yeah especially because they got some great players coming in they got the number one or number two class so far recruiting class plus the guys that are coming back it's going to be another heck heck of a
0: run no doubt and and listen dogs play with dogs man right Mm -hmm. so you want to play with the best people ever because practice is insane right you getting better you know, and you You're get better each in practice. Other better, yeah. yeah, you get better in practice. You know, you just showcase what you do in games, right? But sure. the real work is is the reps and getting better in practice. So, why wouldn't you want the best dogs, right, to come to your university? I mean, some people shy and 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 run away from that 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 challenge, right? Well, that's not how anybody in my household is built. From my wife to all of my kids and and my relatives, man, we. We thrive in that. A flower don't worry about the, the flower next to them. It just blooms. So it didn't matter if they bring an eight star in, six star in. don't matter. We competing. Uh, we just want an opportunity to do that in that 94 by 50 box, right? Mm. And I just happen to know my dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what kind of dog that I got. You know, the world just don't know. You know, so right. um, he relishes those those kind of situations. And, and, and we're excited about it. And, um but we're not going to concede to nobody, right? You know, so sports supposed to be a meritocracy, right? It should be based off of performance. And uh-huh. um, we, I just can't believe a highly touted guy like himself after having a whole year of, of practice and, and development from the best college basketball team, you know, um, despite losing to Baylor all year long. Uh, it's just going to wilt next year. Come on, bro. No, they
1: you know, they're, they they replace whatever they lost. Come and on. the guys that are already there are going to be better. Yeah. So, yeah, practice is going to be interesting. I, I, yeah. But what are we talking, man? We talking
0: practice? practice? Come not, on, not, man. Game, not not a game, not a game, not a game. game. And, talking and practice. practice. Hey, you know, Sherm and and so many people killed my man Iverson over that, right? But the problem was, Sherm, he didn't have anyone there to make him better. Well, that was the problem. You,
1: but when you're the best, how how right. do you keep getting better well, if there's Kobe nobody there to challenge you? Well, Kobe had outbursts
0: like that as well with the Lakers. Right? He had, well, out, he had yeah. outbursts. And he said, Mitch, go get me some, you know, bleep, bleep, yeah, bleep. Yeah, yeah, Because they soft and bleep Sherm. Okay? But we love Kobe now, okay. We, we, but we couldn't understand Iverson, and Kobe respected the hell out of Iverson, and they came in the same draft class, right?
1: Yep. Game recognized the game.
0: Absolutely, yeah. man. He just the way that he articulated that, right, was he was talking about something totally different. He understand you don't get to be Allen Iverson without practice and putting it in. But what he was saying is, like, if you're gonna make a flaw out of everything that I'm doing. Right, you never can question my heart when it's time to to saddle up. Right, and, and and really that was it. Right, and he was going through his things with Larry Brown, and Larry Brown, who's a legend, but can't be excused. He's had his infractions. Right, <laughs> you know, in his checkered past when it comes right. to violations and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and and Iverson was hanging with you know, um, some some dudes from the from from you know. From the street, so it wasn't all squeaky clean. But at the end of the day, he's a Hall of Famer. Why? Because game recognized game. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and guess what, Herm Edwards said, "We play to win to the win game."
1: The game, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Iverson, man, about that. But he valued these things. It's just every day. That's why you have legends, man. Um, to be able to self-reflect every day and say, hey, we have to get better than yesterday. It is very, very hard. I mean, we're, we're asking student-athletes to do that at Westcliff. We're asking administrators to do that at Westcliff because I do that daily. And it's not easy to um, build greatness, Sure, If that was easy, everybody does it, right? You lose great people along the way. You challenge status quo. You have to get better daily, you have to expect more out of yourself. Um, we've compartmentalized. Like I'm talk, talking openly about areas of my life personally where I feel like I'm failing because it's called leadership. I'm, I'm secure in my leadership, and I have compartmentalized and cut out the bad spots, and I have separated it from the good spots. So I know what I need to, to, to change my daily routines to get change. Right. So now we're talking about consistency and we're talking about this and that. And I have identified the things that I'm going to need. And what I'm going to need, sure, is I'm going to need change. Right. And it can't happen for me because at some point right now in my uh, personal life, when it's coming to my fitness, I'm not stronger than my excuses. So I'm going to need to get outside help. So I'm, I'm thinking about getting a personal trainer, man. Hmm. You know, I think his name is Sherm Dog. No, right? I was going to say Cedric. He, he probably. <laughs> said too busy for me. He trains real athletes right now, and I'm way past my prime. So, right. And I would never take away from uh, the great athletes who need him now that can make mm. a difference, right? So right. now the, the, the interesting thing is here's the part that no one can help you with, all right? You have to be the owner of your own fort for the things you put in your body. Care what trainer is. Right. So I'm at the commit to eating the foods that I want to eat that make a positive impact on my body. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the Mm -hmm. first part. And then I do enjoy working out. I love doing those kind of things. So it's just now um, I think we're at a point at Westcliff with our leaders, administrators, coaches, uh, GAs and so forth, where people can start holding their own weight. Right. And I can start pulling back in some of those areas so I can. Be more innovative and futuristic in what we're trying to plan moving forward. That allow me to get the time. But a, a, a good coach told me something, and I won't tell you his name, but he's, he's he's really famous. He said, "Hey, you work in athletics, so you working out is part of your job." Hmm. Right. So incorporate. I like that. Yeah. So that makes incorporate sense. it in your day and don't feel yeah. guilty about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start incorporating in my day and not feel guilty about it because. My personal appearance is a is part of the brand profile of the athletic department.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And if
0: I'm looking all sloppy, people gonna think I got impossible uh health problems, right? Um, in, in different areas of my life, that's not consistent. And who want to get behind that? Hmm. So you you do have to be fit to lead, and I know what that feels like. I spent time in the Marine Corps. I spent time leading, and in, in shape. So if I feel good, like Dion said, Dion Sanders said, what he said, sure. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, they pay good.
1: <laughs> mm, I like we that. gotta that get paid, sense. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That makes that makes sense. We you gotta know, get I had, paid. I had a coach uh, when I was in little league, and I think I have mentioned this before. Who he he came up with a saying of the way you practice is the way you play. Right. And and that's not just on the field, that's off the field as well. So, Absolutely. and we still use that in my family. You know, we still talk about it, about that very phrase, hey, you know what, if you're gonna mess around uh, and, and not take things seriously, what what do you think's gonna happen come game time? So, you know, if, if you're serious about it, get serious about it, you know, get yourself in shape or get a trainer or do, or walk a little bit, do whatever you have to do to start the process because, right because then it will it will change your outlook when it when it matters.
0: So. Absolutely, Sharm. And you know what's funny, you know, normally I always say if you want to know where a man or woman's heart is, just open up the checkbook, right? Yeah. Cuz wherever you put your money at, right? Yep. is where you're investing. Yeah. It's time for me to start putting my money in the right spots, right?
1: Okay, well, I'm excited to see what this process is going to be like and and what the end result is going to be.
0: Well, the end result is all going to be like everything else in my life, successful. Now, Uh it's not going to be any failure. And here's the deal. Let me clear it out. When I say that, hey, pass, fail, and I failed, right, but Kobe Bryant reminded me of something great, you know. And what he said, and I believe, and I stand by Kobe on this, right, is that it's only failure if you quit, right? So I haven't quit, right? So I'm still chopping wood and carrying water, right? Sure. So it is not denied, it's delayed. So failure only happens when you completely stop. Mhm. I just mm-hmm. got to reload, reevaluate, right, realign and reset, right, and get back on. Right? So it's some learning in this process. I just learned now that I'm so optimistic is certain things that I need to defer to. And this is one of these things, until I can get completely on track, because I really need an assistant, because I am so freaking busy Hmm. with everything I'm handling, I'm just gonna have to get some assistance in this area to keep me back focused on me, because I care so much about everybody else, because it's that whole family acronym, right? Forget about me. I love you, right? Mm-hmm. And and I really live by that. So if you come to me, Sherman, I'm busy, and you ask me for something, I don't want to let you down so bad. I rearrange or stop what I'm doing to satisfy your need. And then after I do that a, a hundred times in a day, because I'm in a prominent position, you know, in society and life and professionally and personally, right? When it comes back to me, I'm empty. So I need somebody to say, hey, Sean, look, hey, let's defer that. Let's put him in. I want to get everything done within a 24-hour period, right? So you give me something, I want to get it done immediately. That's my mindset. But it's okay for me to say, Sherm, sure, can I get that for you tomorrow? Sure, I'm currently busy right now, but can I can I come back to you a little later? But what I do is I put everything in front of me. Right. from what I got going on. And I know it's other athletes who struggle with this at Westcliff. I know it's other administrators who struggle with this. But I struggle with that.
1: Mm.
0: I do. I really, really struggle with that um, because I don't want to be selfish. And some of these things, you know, you know, pretty much is part of me having issues when I was growing up. My grandmother, you know, raised me, you know, for the most part. So I think I did have some childhood abandonment issues, even though my mom was near. But I think it's you know, my dad was near, I think I still harbor some of those things, right? And, um, you know, I still need to. Um, and then I I just became polar opposite as a parent, right? So But I think I overcompensated to the point where, you know, now um, it's affecting me in other areas that doesn't make sense and I need to change it.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I've learned that if there's a pressing issue, unless it's life or death, I'm not bringing it to you. We've got we've got a couple of associate athletic directors who are in charge of that. And, uh, you know, I've I've learned over the years. But if I need something right away, I'll certainly come to you. I I know I can I I have that relationship. I can I can always get in touch with you and say, hey, we got to address this.
0: Doors and, always open for you. Shane. Yeah, and you that's the that. thing.
1: You, you've always kept the door open. Hey, you know, one other thing I want to point out. Um, you know, if you're... I, I was... You know, this whole COVID thing has set everybody back, obviously, and I was getting way too sedentary. I was I was sitting too much. I wasn't getting up. So now I've gotten up off the couch a little bit, and I try to walk every day. Um, right. if, I, if I can get a couple miles in, a couple laps around my apartment complex, that would be great. It is a fact that the average person walks on foot during their lifetime the equivalent of four times around the world wow yeah now you know when my father's in his 90s and obviously he's you know he's doing okay doing all right especially for a guy who's in his 90s yeah i'm very fortunate he he went to the doctor when he turned 90 he said doc what do i do how do i keep going he said the doctor said you need to walk three miles every day and so he started doing that uh, shortly after his 90th birthday, he walks three miles every day, and it's great. It's going really well. The only problem is we don't know where the hell he is.
0: Right. He, he got keeps,
1: you. He keeps walking. But
0: Sherm, he's 90 years old. He go where the hell he want to go right now.
1: Yeah. I but know. I understand I'm, I'm, your concern, just, so you let's slap
0: do... a GPS on him, Sherm. Don't tell him, man. Let's just slap <laughs> a GPS a bell, on
1: him. Or a bell around his neck. Hey, yeah. yeah. So if he can do it, you can do it, man. Hey, hey no, Sherm, no let, problem. let me
0: tell you something. Number one. To have your pops um, you know, here still at ninety years old, what what a blessing. And I know your dad is your hero and I get it. I lost my dad less than a year ago, be um, mm-hmm. it may uh, be an anniversary, year anniversary in it and it doesn't get any easier. Has it been so, a
1: year already? Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. yeah it
0: may it be a year and it oh doesn't get goodness. any easier, right? No matter what the ups and downs and the conversations or whatever it is. It doesn't get any easier, but I hear his voice all the time. We, You know, I, I'm sure um, I need to recheck back in with my kids and see how they doing, you know, because he was a tremendous impact to them as well. But, man, to be able to get out and move like that, um, to your point, you're right. Where there's a will, there's always a way, and I'm just thankful um, that your your dad is 90 years strong and he's still moving and grooving. And um, uh, that's that's such a blessing. But, but to your point, you know, it was a time frame before March Madness where I was walking probably roughly about 11 miles a, a day. Really? Yeah. I got up to about 11 miles a day, uh, over 20,000 steps a day. Huh. So I, I, I'm going to get back into that. Um, you know, I did the March Madness thing in, for like the last 20 days, and I think I... You know, added some pounds there because I was going pretty hard. Um, you know, really, I didn't change my um, my um, sleeping patterns, and I stayed on the West Coast time, and and still was oh, working. Right, right. I still was working, and, and then enjoying those events. So I had a little bit of inactivity, and um, a lot of it too was I was in a different state, different rules for COVID, things being shut down, some things being open, and I wasn't um, real confident. That I could stay safe, you know, COVID free. Uh, so I kind of um, packed it in a little bit, you know, because right. just traveling alone, you know, I was fortunate not, you know, to be you know, succumb to COVID, you know, during that time frame. Right. Um, you know, and I looked at my uh, Marriotts Rewards, and you know, like I was very, I was traveling pretty hard, man. You know, what I'm saying it was like yeah. I was, I was just that was a blessing in itself uh, to be um, okay. Um, during this time frame. But now I feel way more confident. I think, um, you know, COVID, you know, was struck in our university and we had to make some provisions. Now we're starting to see conference schedules, right? Yeah. I'm getting excited about that. I got out for the first time, you know, and I am i can't wait to see practices. I can't wait to see people. I know we got a uh, um, uh, university or athletics uh, day that we're going to have in May. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm really, really excited um, with um, all the things that we got going on. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, so I'm I'm happy I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I hope our student-athletes can do the same. Can't wait to be on this podcast to start talking about games and personnel and people and what we're doing and close games and game winners and all of those things, right? And how we moved from, you know, two, you know, sports to possibly now in this fall of 2021 having 27, but not just 27 sports. But we have you know, our inaugural year, we, we had a winning record through throughout the whole athletic department. Right. So I think we are poised to have a big time year um, moving forward uh, with the CalPAC and the NAIA for this upcoming season. So I, 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 I smell championships right now um and i I'm, I'm ready to 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 achieve it
1: yep and uh you know what with the 5c's as our guide who's 5c's sherm who's 5c's westcliff 5c's your 5c's okay. oh. our
0: 5c's our 5c's what are they sherm to find
1: great athletes and coaches with superior character mm. who can establish an exceptional culture while making a tremendous impact in the community by being fully committed to excellence, which will translate to championships.
0: Championships, baby! That's what we yep. like.
1: That's our five C's, and uh, that that guides everything we do at Westcliff in our athletic department. And uh, we're very much excited for the uh, upcoming season. We've got the summer to look forward to, and then we're back at it in the fall.
0: You know, here's the deal, Sherm. Like building greatness ain't for the faint-hearted, right? I mean, you gotta be built for this. You know, you can't. It, it's not. It gotta be real, man. It's not make believe. You can't fake it. You know, it gotta be in you. It can't be on you, right? It's 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 really something that you gotta be able to bite your bottom lip and keep fighting for it every day. And I'm I'm thankful that we have people who signed up for this, right? You gotta sign up for this, um, and we'll pick you too. But you you gotta be committed. And we got a lot of great people committed. But I, I do want to tell you, man, like, I think we're on fire. Um, just like Kerry was on fire, you know, the, uh, breaking Kobe Bryant's record from back in 2012 um, with the most 30-point um, games consecutively. I think he had 11 games. He did. And um, and they lost the easy one in Washington, Wizards, where um, pretty much Wiggins smoked the layup. You know, he smoked the layup, a little bunny, Smoked it. they probably could have tied the game and had a chance to keep going. And I think Steph had 18 and I was talking to my kids and I was saying, man, Steph only had 18. And then I said, what only 18 is great. You know, as a pro player, we just so, so spoiled.
1: Yeah. We expect, we expect yeah. 30 points every game.
0: We're so spoiled. And then I thought about it, Sherm, While I'm bringing this relative. I'm like, man, I'm spoiled in every part of sports in my life. You know, um, our Westcliff program, we got winning records. I'm spoiled there, you know, Gonzaga with my son, I was spoiled there. And now I'm just spoiled with us, just kicking tail and everything we put our name in, we win it. And so I just want to say today, I'm thankful and blessed and grateful for, for everyone who believes in me, who, who, you know, do the things, um, Um, that I asked of them with a cheerful heart. And I'm grateful for the way that we get back into our community. And also, I want to thank all you haters out there. (laughs) Sheriff, did you hear me? I want to thank the haters, right? The naysayers, the ones that said I wasn't going to be nothing, right? Because won't he do it, right? And you know the man upstairs will do it. So we're going to continue to put him first. In everything we do, we're going to embrace all this ambiguity and all these challenges. And we're going to keep winning, sure. We're going to we're keep bi- winning.
1: That's because we are building greatness. The warrior, the warrior way. way. Absolutely. And as always, I would like to thank my guest host, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And the gentleman who makes us sound good each and every time we do podcasts. That is Brandon Peterson, our sound engineer. Beep, beep,
0: beep, beep, beep,
1: beep. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcast and please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics, and we thank you for your support. And keep an eye out for the next podcast.
0: Yeah, now I the cash, my best a couple stocks, so I'm for the next five. I don't like the top, but- that's my patience. I'm patiently waiting. Thinking you know me, but you've been mistaken. Alone in my crib. I like you begging. Up in the morning, I'm in the bacon. Don't like the cap and I don't like the I need a bag and it's mine for the taking. Liquor and women. I'm never chasing. She don't know me, but she know that I'm famous. I got way too much money coming out of woodwork. Remember back then, dog, I told them that it would work. They ain't take it serious. I